When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I was like, Down Bad seems like a long song. Why don't we just, you know, cut this little verse out here. We'll share this hook and do, do, do. She said, are you scared? Are you scared? I was like, scared of what? She's like, dancing longer than like your Instagram clips. I'm like, <gasps> I was like, you're trying to turn up then. All right, we're dancing to the whole song. Take a verse. Hey, the CZ Podcast is brought to you by us, Steezy Studio, the number one dance app on the App Store and Google Play Store with over 1 million downloads. We provide curated online dance classes taught by the world's best instructors. Why did we create Steezy? To help you reach your dance goals one step at a time. Whether that goal is to perform with the biggest and best musical artists in the world or just be the life of the party at your cousin's wedding. I'm your host, Clay Boonsnocket. Let's get to it. We have Isaiah Socho Fonts. Kevra. AKA King Forever, AKA Super Saiyan. We have Renzel Ivan Roque. Where are you getting this from? AKA Renzi. <laughs> AKA Renzel Roque Films on Ooh. Tumblr. Oh, <laughs> of the Future Kings. Shit. Former TF Kings. Big, Even big, formerly TFK with no meaning called, whatsoever. Called big, big. Big, big what? What big, do you call Big Tubby. Big Tubby? Big, 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 big Tubby. Big Rufio. I feel like that was my own nickname when I was a kid. Big Tubby? <laughs> Uncle Bobo. Uncle oh, Bobo? Oh. He's getting He's getting poked. Dang. He's getting poked. No, he, but he, he said So anyway. Oh, <laughs> the Future Kings is a multifaceted dance crew, music group, community yeah. culture shifters. The crew's been featured on America's Got Talent season 13, I think, right? Yeah. The Ellen Show, even the Bears versus Rams halftime show, right? Dance with artists like Chance the Rapper, Billie Eilish, baby, many, many more. Hi, Renz and Zaya. What's up, bro? How's it we going? Did, we What's did that. I, there's, there's some things I don't, I don't remember doing. Yeah, maybe you didn't do it. I don't know. I, the see. Rams game? Did you? Bears. The Bears. Bears, game. Bears game. Versus the Rams. Bears versus Rams. Was that Bears versus Rams? Yep. It was. Really? As in LA Rams? Yeah. Uh, well, I, before, we I think this before they were. Chicago. How are we always there for the LA versus Chicago game? Was this before they were, though? Maybe. That's crazy. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know either. Anyways. <laughs> Where are you getting this information from? No, nah, that's, that's what I want to know. Don't worry about it. I'm like, dude, all this right, is... All right, all right. So, like, real quick, TFK is stood for nothing before. You've mentioned that before, right? <laughs> the abbreviation. Yeah, it's just, just no meaning originally. Nah, it just sounded good. Me and my brother, uh, Alan, the official, um... Before we moved to Chicago, we wanted to continue like dancing and having a dance crew. Yeah. And the group that we had was like more juvenile, but it, it showed us the principles of like just togetherness, like just us having our own little ecosystem as friends. Yeah. Like in high school. And so we wanted to have a continuation of that, but it being started in Chicago. So me and my brother called it TF Kids just because it sounded cool. TF Kids. With a Z. Ah, oh, you know TF Kids. So, gotta, nice. Got a Z just because it's like futuristic, you feel me? Yeah. Yeah, totally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and you like Dragon Ball Z. Maybe that's, you know, something to that do with it. That is a huge right? inspiration. Huge inspiration for that. That's a can of worms, though. <laughs> I don't want to go there yet. And so why did y'all start the crew originally? 
Um, to be completely honest, we wanted to have something that we belonged to. Like we wanted something to, like just a way to earn our respect that wasn't uh, like, cause we were never like the best as, as athletes. Like mm. we were good, you know, moderately, but like we weren't like superstar athletes and like we weren't like the greatest scholars. So like, uh, like a place where we were accepted, you know what I'm saying? Cause we were all pretty awkward. You know How many people originally in your crew? If at one point, if you had a certain zip code or if you had a driver's license, you were a part of the future. Yeah, it's no, just seriously. inviting space. Yeah, like it, it, at one point it was that, and it only over time became more and more exclusive as yeah. like certain things have became required. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Just like even on a on a mental level or just like on a creative level. So when did Renzel join? Well, I joined in 2012 when uh, I was a freshman in high school. I was a new kid at his high school. He was, he'd already been there for one year prior. Mm. And I, uh, I moved from Glendale Heights. So I went to middle school, elementary school there my whole life up to eighth grade. And then my mom was like, all right, after you graduate, we're moving. I was like, wait a minute. I thought I was gonna go to high school with all my, my friends. Oh, dang, I know that feeling. That's you know hard I mean? to like. So, cause you moved from Atlanta yeah. when you were in eighth grade. Yeah. So I was like, dang, I'm, I already had my own little clique. And so I moved to, it was like 20, 30 minutes away from where I originally lived, but Hoffman I was like, Estates? Hoff, whoa. Yeah, Hoffman Estates. It's only 20 minutes away? Yeah, oh, only okay. 20 minutes away. Bro, so it wasn't- Clay is Nardwar. How is he Nardwar? He is Nardwar, bro, but it's Clay. Clay Moore. It makes it even- Clay Moore. It's Clay, Clay Moore. Clay Moore. But, <laughs> but we ended up moving and I just remember going a whole summer without having any friends but my only contact with my old friends was like facebook yeah and like texting but uh i remember going in for registration mm. and being nervous that i wasn't going to have any friends mm -hmm. which is a normal feeling for like a 13 year old 14 year old to have yeah so i told her my counselor her name was miss cordova i told her i was like i'm interested in dancing because mm -hmm. she was like what do you what do you like doing sports what do you what do you do i was like i like i like dancing she's like oh we have a uh, dance club we have a dance studio ah. by the gym and i know a couple kids that dance and she was talking about him and his brother alan and i was like okay and i didn't know who they were at the time so i was like okay literally just okay but the first couple of days of school there was auditions for the talent show yeah outside the auditorium and it's like straight out of a movie. I'm like, I gotta do this. Like, I have to, like this is my chance to make a name for myself. So I wrote my name down, came back the next day at like 4 p.m. and I see his brother break dancing outside of the auditorium by himself. Sounds, sounds pretty accurate. Sounds pretty accurate. Sounds he was like break dancing, hitting like a couple of flares cause he was just, his flares always was clean. Yeah, I like that. And I'm like, let me go talk to him. Like, wow. he's, this is my chance to make a friend. You know what I mean? Wow, like, that's pretty friend. bold. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was it was crazy. So yeah, I met definitely him. definitely doesn't sound like Renzo at the time, but I, I, I believe you. Keep going. I went up to him. I was like, you break? Obviously, he breaks. I'm watching him break. <laughs> like, you, you break? break? And he's like, yeah, man. And he has this, like, little side smirk. He's like, yeah, man, you dance too? I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm auditioning. He's like, okay. And then we just started naturally sessioning. I'm like, waiting for my turn to go in. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, um, uh, you should meet my brother. He's like, I think he's in the front of the school right now. And it's literally, that's all he says. I'm like, okay, I'll just randomly bump into him when I can, I guess. So I walk towards the front of the school and I literally see him and my counselor standing in front of the office. And she's like, oh, that's him, that's him over there. She's pointing at me and she's yeah. like, come here. And then she goes up to this guy. She's like, this is the kid I was telling you about. It literally like ragdolls him by his shoulders. 
like this. In my face. I'm like, <laughs> she's like, this little ass freshman boy. <laughs> He, he was a senior. He's yeah, a dancer. Dang. And you guys both dance. You guys should dance together. It was just like <laughs> it was like one of those things where it's like in her head you knew it sounded cool. Yeah. But like she did it in person. It I was sounded like, like a baby. We, yeah. we look like babies, like meeting each other. You're like He had no beard, he was wearing glasses. Nah, but the way that we acted though, like you pulled up and you were like I probably had a V-neck on. Yeah, no, definitely had a V neck. Definitely had a it's like a black V-neck yeah. and a bald face. And he's just looking at me like and I'm like, I'm gonna dance. After school, he's like, sure. I'm like, all right, 30. Yeah. I'll meet you here. And so I guess they already had a buzz going around the city as TFK. Oh, we had respect. As we TFK had respect. from the jerk era. Like mm -hmm. they was going downtown battling no, other. For real. Like no, really, like really. in the street, battling for real, jerking. Yep. Tutting, Dang. breaking, whatever you wanted, we were we were serving, and, yep. and it, it just like it, it created this heat, like great rapport in the dance community for us, like in terms of like our all styles journey. Like we're just young, and we were so yeah, you're weird. high school kids, though. Like yeah. that's a lot too of stuff y'all were doing. It was crazy. It was, it was too much. It energy. was crazy because I was in one of my classes, and my friend, my old friend Tim, uh, I told him I was like, I met this guy yesterday after school. His name's Isaiah and his brother Alan. He, and after I said that, he already knew who I was talking oh. about. He knew who TFK was. He was like, what did, what did TFK say? I was like, uh, they want me to dance with them after school. But I don't know, because I looked up their videos on my own after school and I saw a video of them battling downtown Chicago. And I was like, I don't really do that kind of dancing. Like they were more of like battling, freestyling, like He was commando. about to pass. He was about to pass on Wow. Yeah. I was about to like, I'm more of like a, World of Dance fan, like Puss Post fan, Puss Post fan, Ian Eastwood fan, <laughs> which was perfect, which was cool. Because mm. no, it was perfect because like I had just went to my first World of Dance that November prior, uh -huh. and like I was like exposed to dance in a completely different way. He went for the battling, but he went to watch the performances and as well. I was well. like, whoa, it's such a different, different world, especially when you just yeah. like when you're only exposed to like. Freestyle. Which is weird, right? Because yeah. it's, they're so parallel, mm -hmm. right? As a person who does both and has yep. been doing both from the start. It seems like hand in hand. Yeah, but it's it's wildly different in culture different. and yep. the people engage with it. Way different. Because it, it, it almost sounds like, yeah, it's just like, it's like neighbors. Yeah. It's like and neighbors. We, and we found out after meeting each other that we were both sitting next to each other in the front row. Of like, that first world dance prior to us actually whoa. meeting. So I recognized his face after a while, but. I don't know, bro. We didn't, Dang. we didn't, we didn't become really like partners on purpose. Yeah, like it started off as like an awkward friendship because I was a senior. Yeah, and he sure. Was a freshman in high school. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like, well, that's bless. a lesson right there. Bless. It's okay to be friends with the freshmen. Yeah, with the senior, just not all of them. In high school, it, yeah. like that's that's worlds apart. Right. After you're like, yeah, well, yeah, it literally doesn't, doesn't even matter. <laughs> None it, of that it matters. Could've, it could have been weird had we not established some type of like business relationship for like because it was already weird to people in school, but it would have been even more weird to people if we didn't have like if I had graduated and I was friends with a sophomore and we didn't, yeah. do, but we were building stuff. So yeah. I guess it was like more more accepted. Mm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, and we were bonding. We yeah, we were bonding over dance and dance. We record. We both choreographed for the dance club, and we did all the talent shows together. Mm -hmm. His senior year, so on his way out, we were already building something. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah! Locally, dang. Well, bless Mrs. Cordova, right? Yeah, for sure. Shout out and Mrs. Alan. Cordova. And yep, uh, for sure. 
So let's get into a little bit, just a little bit juicier, just a bit, right? So Zaya, before you've mentioned that you feel okay with being misunderstood, allowing yourself to be vulnerable to your craft doesn't make you weak, but it makes you that much closer to mastering it. That was from an interview of yours before. What are some ways that you both have felt misunderstood in your journey? And what are some ways that you confronted those sort of vulnerabilities throughout? I'm not gonna lie, dude. One of the most common misconceptions is that I never had to struggle. And I don't know where people got that from because like I literally have had it just as hard as like the, the worst stories I've ever heard. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just don't allow that shit to define me or where this group is going to go or where I'm going to go personally. So like I try to keep, I try to like a lot of people that haven't been through the type of shit that like I've been through, mm-hmm. they pretend to be. Like they pretend to go through that stuff and they brag about it mm. and they brag about it. They bring it up in a way of like a like a like a heavyweight. Yeah, yeah, you wear that. Yeah, yeah, but like for me, like I want that to be the last thing that y'all figure out about me. You know what I'm saying? Like I like that it's a shock that I went through something for, or a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? In my childhood and in my life, period. But yeah, like I'm I, I plan on telling my testimony in a way that people can respect it where I'm not just talking about it in multiple conversations, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, yeah, that's one of the most biggest misunderstandings I feel like I might have personally as an artist. Mm. As far as TFK, I think the biggest misunderstanding is um, that we were dancers first. Like all of us have had music in our lives in a major, major Mm -hmm. way before we even knew how to dance for real everything was making beats in the kitchen and mm-hmm. like making beats. Were on you the, one of those pen tappers? Yeah, I was definitely, I was getting <laughs> kicked out on the daily for that. I was trying to do anything that I could do, right? Look, anything that I could do. Josh I, is a drummer, so. See, I was in percussion. I was in percussion in the band and I was getting in trouble because anything I could do to just sneak a little bit of music, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Make, hear my shine a little bit. Cause at the crib, they're like, hey, cut that out. You know what I'm saying? If my mom was yeah. like, my, my stepdad was so, Oh, he's a punk ass. Everybody <laughs> that knows having a stepdad, a weird, yeah, yeah it's mm. can of worms. But <laughs> anything that I could do to kind of sneak out my musical like talent, like and just figure out how to push my my IQ musically, like I was already doing it. But that was before dance. Mm. So I think those are the two mis biggest misunderstandings. Yeah, what about you? in your life. Have you ever felt misunderstood? <sighs> um, as far as like the art, as the art, yeah, yeah. like I feel like, um. It really didn't start until we were a group, like we met, like it was after we met where I started feeling like people had us like kind of fucked up, like. Oh, for sure. Even down to the earliest competitions that we were joining as a group, like Prelude and like mm. World of Dance and like um, Urbanite, like stuff like that, that we were doing in Chicago as a dance crew. I feel like, I always felt like we were like the weird group. Why is that? Not, I didn't think we were weird. I thought we were the shit. Like, I, I, thought, feel, we were, I, feel like I thought we were, we were weird. the shit. People, people. But, but the only reason why I say that is because we weren't so into the dance community. Oh, and like, I see. there's a very, it's a very niche, like, I don't see you at the classes every week or yeah. every day. We're not I don't a company. See we were not a company. We were not a company. We're literally we were, we were, just kids, friends from the suburbs. Going toe to toe with the companies and the companies were signing up, us. Signing up for the competitions and we were we weren't scared. Like mm-hmm. we were like we were nervous because it was our first time doing anything totally. like that. But I feel like a lot of their opinions and perspectives on us, like I thought that was weird. I thought mm. I never understood that. Like I was like, we're just dancing. Why does it matter if we go to your classes I'm or not? I'm trying to tell you, bro. They identified us. 
you know as a broke ass dance company they thought we were we were like you know nah. lackluster no nah, we weren't a dance like that was the big difference for me it was like we, we weren't a company shirts and like our little matching outfits yeah. and then they would come decked out of the dazzle <laughs> yeah. and we'd be like damn they look like they're yeah. gonna perform at the super bowl and, shit. <laughs> and then we're like we like got some shit that we press in our garage yeah. and we just show up and we're like We've still been a survey all motherfuckers. <laughs> but I say that just to say I don't think there's anything wrong with dance companies. Like yeah. I love it. Like they're if those are places that people can come together and bond over dance, that's fine. Yeah. But when you try to make it twist and like seem like all, us, we're not doing the same thing. Yeah. That's where I had a problem with it. So yeah. I would my my problems back in the day, I would take it to like either Facebook and address it slightly and then they would get even more mad and I'm like okay I'll see you next year at what and then uh -huh. you know we prove it in competition because yeah. that's fun like it that's is what fun. it is it's competition yeah. it's friendly yeah. competition so we had yeah. to make things interesting and did I think we, just, we did we, I think we did oh, for definitely. Chicago for Chicago we definitely. definitely made it interesting definitely and like it was it was also really cool seeing like the respect kind of climb up like yeah. you know what I'm saying because we started off looking up to these companies and like taking notes from them and then once they made themselves like they acknowledged us, but the way that they did it at the time, you know what I'm saying? Because we earned their respect along the way, but yeah. at the time they made us feel like we weren't supposed to be there, mm -hmm. which is funny because we started experiencing the same thing in the music world. Mm. So it's like, now we get to we get to have that same kind of like, you know how Kobe says like, um, he, he says, recipes Kobe, in that commercial, it's like, I, th I think it's a Nike ad. The Kanye one? The Kanye one, where he's like, uh, how many more records can my records break? More records. And then, more right, records. Right, 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 right. <laughs> There's a part in, in, in that exchange where he says, but are you a different animal and the, the same, same beast? beast? <laughs> and then Kanye's like, what the fuck does that mean, Kobe Bryant? What the fuck does that mean, Kobe Bryant? <laughs> but that's my favorite because I, I feel like I had that breakthrough like of what that really meant once we started to make that transition into music as well. And that's that we became beasts in the animal of dance. And once you cross over to that next beast or that next animal, it is a different animal. Music is a completely different animal than dance. Like yeah. the, Same with fashion and everything. Exactly. With fashion, with acting, with a lot of the stuff that people have like infinite mm. ambitions. You know what I'm saying? Like, You're bringing that same hunger energy. that you needed from the very beginning when people just didn't really trust exactly. in what you are. Exactly. Yeah. So, the, so you understand that it's a different animal, but you have to be the same beast yeah. within to excel in that department of yeah. art or craft or whatever. What are you talking about, Zan Socha? Yo, we be understanding things over here. You gotta Always. read between the lines with like, especially with the goats. But yeah, like we're, we're aiming to be the same beast in the animal of music. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, bring that hunger. I love that. That's really, really cool. Right. Dang. So, Renz, you have a little brother, Rufio, right? Facts. Indeed, you do. The goat. Uh, he's also him. a part of Future Kings, right? He's Timothy. Hemi Neutron. Hemi Neutron. Do you ever roast your little brother? He roasts me. Like, he roasts you? Backwards. Like, I'm going to give you 10 seconds right now to roast your little brother. Oh, my God. I wish, I wish they were in here. Take, take five, Let's go back to back. Let's go back to back. Take five seconds to think about it. Both of you. Ready? Three, two, one, go. You got an Edgar haircut. You feel your face little as hell. You look like the character from Despicable Me with the bowl cut. <laughs> they call them Ryan's Kid Toys or whatever the hell that is. Toys Review. <laughs> yeah, it's Ryan's Toys Review. You're the, you're the sturdy kid. Out. You're good. The sturdy kid. The sturdy hey, kid. No, yeah. I was going to say the sturdy kid. Toys that will get him clean.
really pissed off. It's this dirty kid. But we love you. Mom loves me more. Oh! Okay, now I want to give you as much time as you need to say what you actually really love about Rufio. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I feel like me and him don't have a normal, like, brother dynamic. Like, mm. I, because uh, when I, when he was born, I was 12 years old. So I was basically old enough to help my mom raise him. Wow. So um, in that way, I felt like more of a father figure and mm. disciplinary figure for him. Because I was not really a troublemaking kid. Like, I was a compulsive liar. And mm-hmm. I would be, I would be clumsy and break a few things, but I was never going. Your grandma's out of my faces. Ooh, bro, he's getting in tune right now. This is not you're you playing with the. Hey, okay, but yo, I, I didn't go out of my Steezy, way. Steezy, give this man a raise now. <laughs> man, he's a fez, bro. He's making the podcast so interesting. I didn't go out of my way to to be a bad kid like on purpose. So I knew what kind of values I had to instill in him yeah. as a kid, and even now. So. Mm-hmm. I feel like our dynamic is more so like he has more of a respect for me and not of I think he's the coolest big brother ever but it's like I want to always earn his respect you Mm -hmm. know what I mean Mm because you could burn my respect the same day so that's what he says every day people earn and burn my respect in the same day but for him I appreciate him as my brother and my best friend my partner because he is that like cool uncle where my brother can escape and have fun fun and like really play fight with him Mm. and i think i think it's healthy to have a balance of both in your life you know what i mean like i couldn't be i didn't want to force myself to be the fun figure you know what i mean Mm. like that's just not who i am as a person so i think me obviously getting him on the right track putting him in the right place before he can go have fun yeah. is the most important thing. Absolutely. So, but he's a beast. Like, he's a beast. Like, but we have to humble him, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, he has, he's, he's got a following through being with y'all. <laughs> and I can only imagine what that's like, like I, from man, a young age. Take the following away from this. His IQ as a dancer, oh, y'all wow. have to bring him back and just see it for yourself. Wow. Like, no cameras, no cameras. Like, y'all got to just see him in his element because yeah. I think his potential... He doesn't even know, you know what I mean? Like he doesn't even know, he just does. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm amazed by that as well um, as a Kuya, as a big brother. Yeah. Shout out my Filipinos. <laughs> but I think that he is pretty well balanced right now. He's about to be, uh, he's a sixth grader. Mm. He's, six, to, he's already in sixth grade? He's about to be 12, bro. Oh my. Bro, the world is watching the world is, grow up. The world is watching my brother grow up while we're, oh. while we're growing up. Mm. Wow. So, yeah, what what is that like? Sorry, no, I'm drop. What what is that like? Um, being in the same crew and continually leading by example. I'm guessing. Like, yeah. what kind of pressure does that feel like on yourself? Uh, for me, it's like I have to. We have to remember. Everybody in our our family has to remember that he's a child first. Mm-hmm. So he's done the long hours just as much as we did like yes. well, especially on America's Got Talent yes. like those rehearsal times when it comes to television networks is not a joke and getting a little boy to really focus yeah like hone he in. was only seven so um but he understood he, he, he was understood, fighting though. for our life yeah mm-hmm. like, we were fighting for our life we had to show. we had to make we had to kind of like not dumb it down but get him understand like this could change your life. You know what wow. I mean? This could change your mom's life, our family's life forever. Yeah. So it was that kind of energy in um, an innocent way. You know what I mean? But like, he knows now more than ever, like what it's about to be not just uh, 
good dancer, good, but a good person. Like he knows the values because people like him, people like me, people like, uh, people like my mom, anybody that's around us who I allow to be around him, they have to know that you can compliment him. You can tell him he's the go, he's, you know, yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. but let him be a kid. We gotta let him yeah. be a kid first. Yeah. So whatever, he wanna play with toys. He's still today, he's like, Clay, you wanna, you wanna see my, uh, my new toys? Like still. my mom will take him to the dollar store and go on these little shopping sprees every now and then and buy like these little action figures. And I'm like, I'm not even tripping. I'm like, dude, like, let's go, let's go yeah. to the pool. Let's go oh, I love that. to the park. Let's go to the, let's be a kid together sometimes. Yo. You know what I mean? Yo. Like he needs that because, I'm telling you, bro, the way the Future Kings works is not normal. Like, it, not at all. That is what I have known from the day that I met y'all. And like, you know, me and Zaya, like we we, we're, we have phone calls all yep. the time, right? Yep. You and I have done video together and we've chatted. I, I've always really loved the way that you love on the next generation. Mm -hmm. It's such an interesting way to approach a group, especially a group that I believe is so easily misunderstood. Like on the Kangsawak video, for everyone who doesn't know at home, like we have a whole video on Zaya and how he created this move called the Kangsawak. Iconic right. move, you've seen it in a ton of different things. Thanks. Sometimes they didn't pay him for that. And- uh, <laughs> Hey man, talking to the gang, talking to the gang. But I, I, I always remember the comments on that video where people were saying, yo, I thought he was gonna be a punk ass kid, but it turns out he's really respectful. And I'm like, that's mm -hmm. what everyone does. Mm -hmm. On the internet, in the yeah. world, mm -hmm. they see you, they they saw Zay and they're like, this is probably some punk ass kid. And then nah, he's sure. literally one of the most respectful people that we've ever met at CZ, Damn, right? Bro, thank you. And man. no, yeah, and and Damn. it's not just like, that's not a front to us. Right. I see it when you, when you, when you interact with right. family, friends that you treat as family, the yeah. people you bring in to your crew we're gonna get into some like royalty stuff that you're you're trying to get dancers paid in some crazy yeah, way yeah. it's it's just like it is different i yeah. know the future kings is different and Thank i you. wish more people got to see that side of it mm. but it's funny because y'all don't really flex the same way right and i actually encourage you guys to flex that side more Damn. just saying the side because you know y'all playing the game right but that's my favorite part about you guys is that how genuine you actually are thank you, you know so just a little that's part of the challenge though like that's why that's why welcoming the challenge is going to be how do we how do people get to the front door first how, yeah yeah how do we how do we get people to actually like find it on their own like i felt like it's true you don't want to just people pay for that feeling people pay they go to theaters and then they wait for a build-up they wait for like the, the dots to start to connect for things to make sense in a way where they, they pay for that feeling of, oh, they're the, oh, like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. like in my head, like it's not really a rush to get people to understand, yeah, we made this song, we made this song, we we did this, we created this dance move, we created these opportunities, we danced with this artist. Like sometimes that's just a reminder, but I always hope that people go down the rabbit hole that is the future kings yeah. because once they start to connect things, you start to realize if you're a fan of the Future Kings, you're a fan of the underdog mm -hmm. overcoming adversity no matter what. Like yeah. once once you once you realize what the Future Kings is and all things Kangsta, a lot of people don't even know Kangsta is an acronym. It's like knowledge against negativity gives strength to all. Basically just means like a rising tide will raise all boats. Like so if I were to talk to a mass group of people and told them be a be better people like it's not as effective as me saying or telling my testimony on my own yeah telling my story it's and true. saying you know hey i was once like this 
And I was once a cocky little asshole who really didn't have, I didn't have respect for my OGs. I didn't care about this. I didn't care about that. My grades were marginal. I didn't respect my parents. I didn't respect my, my friends, my family, or the people that loved me the most. But then I went through a change. I dealt with adversity that broke me down mm -hmm. to, to like my purest state. And through that, I had the epiphanies and the breakthroughs. And me telling that mm. will inspire people to know, okay, there's still a chance for me to turn this around and come back. Yeah. Like, I could come back stronger than ever, no matter what. So like, that's really the goal at this point. Yeah. Is to, and, and it's still a challenge. It's still a challenge. So we we put these like trendy sounds and these and these like super catchy hooks and we and we put them in these songs and it sounds like the same beats that the rappers will rap on where they're talking about yeah my blase blase is this big and i'll pull up in this that and i'll do this that to your this that and it's like for us it's like we'll rap on those same beats because they're far you yeah. know what i'm saying but we're gonna rap about us overcoming the bullshit over yeah. overcoming the oppression overcoming and and cracking the code to how to succeed in this world without having to cheat to win yeah and that's what gangsta is about that's what the future kings are about and yeah man that's the challenge we welcome that challenge mm -hmm. like we're all right you could shadow ban this you could do that you could <laughs> black ball whatever black ball, <laughs> you could talk smack you could lie spread yeah. lies whatever you want to do we're gonna find a way to make sure that the story gets told correctly yeah you know what i'm saying so like that's that's our personal challenge, our personal like testimony and just defending and protecting mm -hmm. the integrity of the group. Yeah, like, for us it's about, it's about either bouncing back from something or doing something and then doing it again. Right. Hmm. So the consistency to and prove. then the perseverance at the same time. Mm -hmm. Y'all are consistent. Really? Really? I, I you, are. Yeah, you are. You I mean, like, are. I, I, like I, I, I get surprised with like, oh, I haven't. I didn't even know that y'all had this one like video from like way back. It's one of those things where because you've made stuff in this era right. that I get to go back and discover like, oh, you, you've done this for a long time. Yeah. You, you've got so much range and it's mm -hmm. not just like the recent release, which I think is a really cool thing. And I mean, that's what is fun for me to go down the rabbit holes, right? Damn. Yeah. Dude, that's all we wanted. That's that's yeah. proof of the prophecy right there. Yeah. That's proof that it's working. And like, so, Renz, uh -huh. I can see how like you, you gravitated also towards Zaya because one of your original favorite quotes was, if you want it, then take it, right? Mm -hmm. How does that sort of relay into this current era of life? Like, what have you been able to take um, for yourself? Because you want to do it authentically. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like- um, You are the best person to ask this question to, by the way. I just want you to know that. This is the best question for you. Okay. Could you ask it again? I was just about to say, no. Nah, <laughs> nah, yeah. no, no, ask it again. Pay attention and really answer this the way you're gonna answer it. Yeah, it was a quote that you mentioned was one of your favorites from the past. It's, if you want it, then take it. You have to take it yourself, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm curious about where you sit now in, in life and in your endeavors nice. and how you have found a way to do that authentically because that is what I see through who you guys are as people. Always trying to do something authentically. I'm gonna answer the second part of that. Go ahead. Okay, so the first part, surface level answer. I mean now, knowing what I know and just doing what I do every day for a very long time, I just feel like there's you do and you don't. There's very it's as simple as that. That's mm. surface level answer. You do or you don't. But for the people that want an in-depth answer, I feel like if you really want something and not in the cliche way where you're gonna do whatever it takes. Mm. You're gonna do what feels right and you're gonna make the right decision. And even if you make the wrong decision, a good friend of mine told me, you have to make that decision right, no matter what. Mm -hmm. So when you want mm. something, 
yeah, there's going to be more adversity. There's going to be even you're going to set excuses and boundaries for yourself. Right. But if you can break that, if you can break yourself down yep. and really keep it real with yourself, yes. then there's going to be like no limit to what you can actually do because you're going to not only keep it real with yourself. You're mm -hmm. like, I know I could do that. Mm -hmm. I know I can't do that. Mm -hmm. But is that just an excuse? No, like you're gonna you're gonna break through that every single time now, yes. because you've already you've already like okay, I stripped myself of the ego, I stripped myself of the the following, I stripped myself of the abilities that I know, mm -hmm. I stripped myself complete from this. So now I'm like, what's left? Not what's left. What is gonna what's gonna come to me now? Mm. It's what it's about that. Like when you people say I want my flowers. I feel like you could just take it yourself. Mm, right. Take it yourself because why do you have to wait for somebody mm. if they're yours? Right. I want my flowers, so I'm going to take them with no permission, right. with no time. Like there's no time for me to grab them. It's now. Like I'm going to do mm. it. If you feel, and when you realize that, it's crazy because it's like I, I, as a man, like as a young 24 year old, I've always faced the problem of like seeing people succeed, right? And I'm like. Why hasn't that happened to me? And we've all gone through this. I'm like, why hasn't this happened to me yet? You just haven't done it yet. Like, you just got to do it yourself. And that's yeah. that's the game. The whole game is like, it's press start when you want to press start. You know what I mean? Like, you don't just turn the PlayStation on. There's already your favorite fighter. It's already <laughs> like, you get to choose all that yourself. You get mm -hmm. to choose your character. You get to choose the map you want to play. Your playing ground is all yours. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. At the end of the day. I'm sure that was a really wild place to end up in terms of positioning yourself mm -hmm. to 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 see things that way because you'd mentioned before that you were you were originally a really shy kid like you couldn't yeah. make eye contact couldn't shake hands with people yep. right like that is such a big shift of mentality yeah. yeah was there a turning point for that so i feel like the turning point obviously joining this group being on tfk like you gotta have thick skin Mm. And not only do you have to have thick skin, you gotta let your skin break down first. Like I said, like you gotta, we've we've reached points as just friends, like as just friends, mm. um, people that we love to this day. Like you've reached these points with these people where you, where not um, not purposefully, but they sometimes people will break your skin down for you, and they wouldn't even try. They weren't even trying. Mm. You'll get put in situations where it's like now you have to decide who you actually are and stand up Jeez. for yourself, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you have yeah. to actually realize who you really are yeah. in these situations. And so I feel like the shift for me was not just being on this group, but all of the 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 real life moments that I've shared with everybody I've come mm. across with, even people that aren't on this group, just right. like every moment is a turning point for me because I never know where I'm going next. Yeah. So even this podcast could that's be real. a turning point you know what i mean like that's this could real. change somebody's mentality right now yeah absolutely so you've reached your turning point every time make people realize that that it's actually real there's there's real shit happening yep right i've now. been saying that for the last couple of weeks like um you know i wanted to actually i wanted to say something about what you just said bro you got to back it up you said what did you just say about you just haven't done it yet like sometimes people like that that part Oh, when they see other people, people succeeding, succeeding and they just haven't done it yet. Like, I'm going to keep I, it up. No, no, I hear you. I hear you. But I feel like there's another part of that, bro. Like, when you say, like, they just haven't done it yet. And this is, this is where I got to, like, this is open. I, I, I actually would like anybody to interpret on this because if we already have done it, 
you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. In a different way, like, and I'm I'm trying to think like Rufio. Shout out to my boy Rufio. Like, the way that he looks at things is very like it's kind of like how a kid or like they, they look at things like right now, like mm-hmm. right now. That they don't have like very much time perception understanding of like okay next week next month or like next check my mom sure. gets or whatever. They think right now. So like when you think in the most practical state, like pain is immediate. It's mm-hmm. like, it's immediate. And a lot of people don't know the good times until they've passed. Yeah, They're like, oh, those are the good days or we made it. Like, bro, I'm trying to tell you right now, even at times that we did look at it, like, dang, like I look back at videos that we did exactly what we are trying to do right now. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. we were like on that stage with fans going crazy that wanted to see us win. Like, we're looking at that like, dang, man, that's when we first started out. But we want to do that continuously. Like, we still want to do that, but we already had it right there. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if we have, as a kid, like, you know what I'm saying? They celebrate their happiness. Like, when they're happy, they don't recognize it as, oh, I'm just in a good mood. That's odd. And then they they don't just pass it up. They treat it the same way they deal with pain. Pain is immediate. It hurts until it stops hurting. Yeah. When they're actually happy as children, like, when I watch Rufio and he's just happy, He's collecting that moment, like yeah. he's taking it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So like us celebrating, like in any way that we can, like this podcast, like with Steezy, like is a celebration to me. Like yeah. it's a celebration to me because it's a it's a way of us saying like, we're collecting this happy moment right now. Like yeah. us, us reflecting and us talking about all the shit that we've been able yeah. to accomplish. So like, we gotta, we gotta treat pain the same way we deal with our happiness and we gotta deal with seeing other people succeed as an opportunity for us to look at how we have, bro. Like, I think, but that's, I just, I, yeah. No, I yeah. you say that and I was like, I, what? That's how you feel now? I mean, he's, we probably kind of switched places because now he's more wow. aggressive about the things that he wants. He mm. definitely takes it. But for me, I, I kind of, now I look back at, we can continue, yeah. but like, We've already done it. It's just reproducing the results of that working formula. I mean, look at who you are now. I mean, right. Renz, you can look at what Zaya is now. Yeah. A much more introspective person than you originally were. Right, right. And yeah. it's really interesting because I really love this one video I was watching. It was about like editing videos. Mm-hmm. And it's about how there's this guy who was a comedy writer. Yeah. And when he edits, he, you know, like Herb Your Enthusiasm, all these like TV shows, right? Mm-hmm. And when he watches it the first time and he makes a good edit on something, he out loud right, right. <laughs> next time he watches it nose blows right because you right. got to keep watching those ads again yeah, yeah. third time you watch it his mind says that's funny and every other time after that's that's funny that's right. funny right. you log that as funny but you're not experiencing it the same way mm. but what he does and it's actually something that i do with with a lot of my editors mm. that work at cz is i'll show them a video that i don't find funny anymore right and I don't watch the video, I watch them. Yeah. Yes. And their reaction is 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 not only an indicator of, oh yes, I'm sure this is funny or not, mm. but it's also a way for us to live vicariously through those around yes. us. And that's that. what he what that guy was also saying was yes. when he goes to Disneyland, he says, I cannot stand Disneyland. I hate it. But when I take my like four-year-old daughter yep. and I see the joy in her eyes. Yep. I want nothing else than to be at Disneyland. And I think that that's the importance of cultivating community and people who give accountability and are consistent with you. And even when when you have an outside force, like I feel like me consistently, I'm always this random outlier that just like pops into like your life very often, right? And then like you'll call me and we'll always have the deepest conversations. And sometimes you're like, 
it is one of those, oh no, we, we are doing it type yeah. of things. Like I'm, yeah. I love affirming you guys for the things that I, that I believe you truly Thank are. Thank you, bro. And it's, I love that outside force. I love those switches, even though it can be uncomfortable and mm. it's not normal for everyone mm. to like reach out to receive outside influence. Right. But that is what allows us to live through those now experiences like Rufio does yeah. in a more pure way because yeah. we're seeing it through them and y'all see it through Rufio. We do yeah. that, we still do that to this day. Like not just with the happy stuff, mm. you know what I mean? Like mm. even with the pain, like the yeah. pain, like the other day I was on the phone with him and we were just talking about his pain. We were talking about his pain, but mm. that shit, like that shit hurts me. You mm. know what I mean? Like that stuff actually hurts me to see him in pain. So like we're living, like you said, vicariously through them because yeah. there's there's another there's a person who looks at him in pain and could be satisfied. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's somebody. Yeah. Somebody's always gonna be satisfied to see you fail. You yeah. know what I mean? No matter what. That's why we can't let them see it. So when I see him, and I told him like when when I see you in pain, it hurts me too, just yeah. as much because I'm like what? And I'm not blaming myself. I'm just like. I, I really feel bad like for you I'm like why do you feel this way yeah so. what's crazy is that like just his compassion alone makes me stronger because it makes me realize like I gotta be I gotta be more durable than this hmm. you know what I'm saying like because I know that him feeling helpless as my brother like as my best friend as my partner him feeling helpless that he can't change the way that I'm feeling in the moment that makes him feel weak mm -hmm. so I have to get myself back up. You know what I'm saying? The same way he's like right but, there. Like, you know what I'm saying? I gotta, I gotta meet him halfway. And he, like, I always tell him, like, help me help you. Like, I'm helping him help me back. You know what I'm saying? But like, not in like a, not in like a unhealthy way where it's like mm -hmm. I'm depending on him. You know yeah, what I mean? It's right. more like I got your back. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I got your yeah, back. Just creating a space to be together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Be okay with exactly. being vulnerable. Hell yeah. yeah. Love that, man. Thanks for thanks for sharing no, that. Thank you, man. Thank you. I guess a quick thing to to slightly lighten it up is Ren's your mom and dad met at a party, right? Doing a dance battle or something. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, and so I'm curious because you also have a younger brother who dances. Yep. Who's the best dancer in your family? Oh, we went for the jugular. <sighs> hey, okay. hey, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not answering that. <laughs> I'm not answering that. I feel like I know who you'd say. That's why. Nah. No. Nah, I nothing. think. Um, <laughs> man. Who do you think I would say before you even answer? Nah. You answer first, and then you tell me what you. Think. I'm just biased. You know what I mean. I think I'm the best answer. Whoa! I think that. No! I think that. Like, I watch. I watch my parents dance today. Like mm. 2022. I watch my parents dance, and I'm like, interesting choice you made there. <laughs> That's an interesting choice. I personally, you see me personally, I wouldn't have done it. But oh no! Like I'm not just playing. Let's just no, I'm not, not like I'm not playing either. I'm like <laughs> like my brother does this thing and it pisses me off because I know what he's capable of, mm. and it's not on some unhealthy Michael Jackson's father type stuff. It's like. Come on, man. Like, what are you doing? Well, what you're, you like, you're what bullshitting. Do you what does like, he do that you don't Bro, like, you know, when we just session, like, we're just sessioning, and he's he like, every yeah, eight count, nah, every eight He count, does though. that every, every time? I'm like, like, all right, look, for a weekly, nah, so you still can't do it. You still can't You gotta do it. stop. Yeah, there's actually, there's actually a video where we have on our page called Euphoria, and before we started recording, we are like, all right, none of y'all are gonna hit anything like y'all yeah. not finna hit no wall that was a challenge finna... euphoria is a song with no beat super experimental no drop no eights oh. and that was a challenge for rufio and odell 
to dance, even for us, it was a challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you're not allowed to hit. None of this. Yeah. None of this. <laughs> none of this. Like, you have yeah. to. You, you have, have to ride that. You gotta, ride that yeah. melody. Ride you gotta go. Somebody who really did a good job at that task was Maxi, who was also. Oh in yeah. The video. Oh yeah. He gave, oh, I feel yeah. like we just watched that video the other day, but he was giving himself to the music. So that everybody was. Really cool. was. It was like the song was in their blood. They should definitely so watch it. Dang. But I think time. I'm the best. All right. So if my mom want to smoke, my dad want to smoke, <laughs> Rufio want to smoke, they can't. Oh, y'all know where to be? The pet house? We the could battle room. here. We could battle here. Y'all want to see the biggest family dance Hey, man, battle? domestic like, violence right now. <laughs> domestic. You just got yourself a pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah, pay-per-view. <laughs> oh, shoot. Hey, we got to make that happen. Damn. We got to make that happen. Let's turn. And Zaya, you, you've met, you met Ditto at Steezy. I did. You, it became a thing here. I did, right outside. Expand. On street right there. How'd okay. this happen? I'm not going to lie, man. I'm not going to lie. I was out here with my, with my homie Jackson. Okay, and me and him, we were on a mission that summer. Everything was, everything you saw, yeah, yeah, like yeah. we were in and out of here, all right? We were just like developing our relationship because like I said, bro, Steezy is, is the Bible for dance to me. I've always looked at Steezy like the Bible or like the dictionary when it comes to dance. Or just the Supreme Court. Period, <laughs> Supreme period, Court. because you guys make sure that the origin stories get told and, and, and the news and dance is actually just, accurately represented in just a way that's that's over like admirable is like an understatement but yeah man so we were in and out of steezy because we knew it was the place to be and i remember jackson was saying yo you know what would be cool is if we got a collab with ditto and it's so crazy because i was like nah bro we're not ready we're not worthy we're not wow. worthy you know what i'm saying she probably walks around with like security and at the <laughs> time i got like i got like three hundred eighty three thousand followers i'm a modest guy like i'm like dang like I don't know, bro. I don't know. I mean, you can hit her up. Let me let me know what she thinks. Like, I'm over here thinking, like, is she's probably gonna say no? She's gonna yeah. dub us. And somehow, some way, we got a group chat going. And now she's messaging the both of us, like, okay, I'm down. What is your guys' plan? I'm like, uh oh. All right, this is getting crazy. Um, I don't have a plan yet. So Jackson's like talking to her, and I'm over here like, Steezy. Clay, <laughs> you, you, got, you guys got cameras, you guys got- We do have things, cameras. Yeah, things weren't as like super popping on this side, yeah, so like, yeah. we were able to kind of like build together like yeah. in a parallel. And I'm like, Clay, what can we do? <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's figure it out. So but it was you and Kevin Kane. Yeah. And you guys set it up. And then I was like, yeah, my guys over at Steezy are gonna handle it. She's like, are you sure? I can bring my director. I'm like, That did an nah, impression. Yeah, no, nah, <laughs> nah, bro, because nah, you had me messed up. Like I didn't have my stuff together, which I didn't, but you guys made sure that I did. So, Got you. hey, best wingman in the game. Let's All go. Right? Just remember that, yep. Steezy, yep. if you're a dancer, this is where you make dreams come true. I so look, so the story goes when it was time to pick a song. All right, we picked the song, it was down bad. What colors are we wearing? I got an answer out of nowhere and because of the confidence that just you guys gave me, I was like, all right, I, I know everything like off the rip. All right, we're wearing orange, black, white. The song is down bad, pick a verse. She picks a verse. When she got here, I'm thinking that she's gonna hop out with like four security guards, a vlogger, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, this is yeah. the first time I'm actually collabing with somebody with millions and millions of followers that isn't Ao and Teo, who yeah. are like my homeboys, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even before they dropped Friendship rolling. bros, right? Yeah. Right, friendship, yep. friendship. But yeah, so she jumps out of the car, her Uber. She jumps out of her Uber 
by herself. And I had a girlfriend. She had a boyfriend. I was respectful. I made sure that I said hi. Interesting. I know, I was respectful. I was respectful. We're gonna get to that. I was respectful. I had a girlfriend. Uh -huh. I was in like savior relationship mode. Like I was uh, trying to make everything yeah, that I possibly yeah. could work with that girl. This girl hops out of the Uber by herself and she's walking on the side of the street and it's busy out here. Yeah, you know yeah. it's saying? wild. It's downtown, yeah. it's, you walking around like everything's cool. I moved her to the side on the other side of me, really just regular and let her tell it. That was the moment that she knew it was it. See, I'm sweating already <laughs> thinking about this shit. That shit was crazy. But <laughs> man, cuz dude, that shit was tight. But when we walked in, um, I just don't remember the small talk because I was like, dude, I'm actually escorting Ditto into the Steezy headquarters right now. Oh my God, I have to, all right, let me act natural. I pull out my phone, I'm like, you already know what's going on. You, know what I'm <laughs> I'm to be you already know, you know what I'm saying? We'll say, say what's up. She's like, oh, gang, gang. All right, cool. So we walk what's inside. <laughs> nah, we walk inside and I'm nervous. I'm a nervous wreck. We sit down and we start planning out the layout, the actual layout. Mm -hmm. You guys made me look good again because I was wrapping up my interview with you guys for the Kingsta Walk yeah. on that day. Yeah. So you could go back and check the footage. I'm wearing the same clothes and everything. Hardworking man, all right? Mm -hmm. Did my interview, gave them the origin story on the Kingsta Walk. And then I, I started talking with Ditto and we're, we're talking about how it's going to go and how it's a one take. And her pickup line may have been the smoothest thing in the world because that was a clear indicator that I had some real consideration to take in my life like she was like no nah, she challenged me bro she actually challenged me there's not a lot of like artists or just people in general that can come up to me and intellectually challenge me i was telling I, I spoke on the way that we do our our weeklies our youtube videos we sometimes mix them mix the song i was like down bad seems like a long song why don't we just you know cut this little verse out here we'll share this hook and do do, do. she said are you scared are you scared i was like scared of what she's like dancing longer than like your Instagram clips. I'm like, <gasps> I was like, you're trying to turn up then. All right, we're dancing to the whole song, pick a verse. She's like, I want J. Cole's verse. I'm like, you got it. Come on, let's get into it. So me and Jackson, we kicked it off one take and, um, you know, I had to do my thug. Yeah. I had to do my thug. This Instagram clip. Yep, that's how I knew. And she touched my leg. And she touched my leg. If Is, you want to argue about it, come back to the That's Steezy a whole podcast. thing where basically Zay and Ditto, like, we're asking for security cam footage yes. at Steezy, which we only keep for like a, like a few, like two days, Obviously. right? So that we're, yeah. It's, it's an a, ongoing argument. Who touched who's leg? Who touched leg? whose leg first? Yes. And she, def sorry, I'm getting passionate. She definitely <laughs> touched my leg first. She touched my leg first because I knew for a fact I was focused on business and me mm. being a black man, if I would have touched Ditto's leg first and I would, I could have put myself out there for a risk or that, what are you doing touching me? Yeah. Y'all would have threw me out. Everybody would have been, oh, get you got it. No, that girl touched my leg first. We already know how that went. And you know, she want to argue about it. She could take it up with the Supreme Court master. Yeah. Just gotta say that your ditto impression sounds like some some royal court like queen that beheads people. Man, you don't touch my leg first. She's not coming from you. She's not coming from you. That's the story. That's, that's my girl, man. That's my girl. There, here you are. All right, thank you for that. Renz, how has Zaya grown as a person through being with Ditto? I just told him this like literally two days ago. Really, okay. I was driving him home um, the other night. I was just telling him like, 
she makes me happy for you. Oh. And I still mean that she makes me happy for you. Thank you, bro. Thank you, Ditto, Thank for you, giving me a break. I, <laughs> what? I've been dealing with him for nine years. Nine years with this guy. And um, I got an idea. Every house we've Why been in. Why do you think we moved in together? Every house we've been in, he's always right next door. His room is right there. Three in the morning, I'm like, I just had Korean barbecue. I'm like, bong chan, I'm knocked out. He's like, my like, what, bro? And he's like, we have to do this now. And I'm yeah. like, okay. Yeah. I don't think I've ever said no. Like, I've, never, I've always been down a roll with the, the the punches and the ideas. So that I'm glad that we did that kind of stuff. Dinner and Renzel are that. interchangeable. Like, I could wake my girlfriend up with Excuse an idea me? at Excuse three in the morning. Oh, no, no, no. Pause. Pause. Severe pause. Severe? Say, Severe? So, so, no, play. No, so, like, shout out, Jack. So, look, if I could rewind time and just go back to the, the TFK house when we had it in Chicago, at three in the morning, I could wake Renzel up banging on his door. Hey, I got an idea. And he'll wake up. Yeah. He'll be the, like, mainly the only one. You know what I'm saying? Now, with Ditto, all I gotta do is, it's like mobile. I don't have to walk and go to the damn hallway, cross the list and, no. I go, babe. She's like, hmm. Like, as if she was already up, as yeah. if I was already up. Yeah. Remind me tomorrow, I got an idea. And now, she'll wake up, baby. What was that idea you was talking about at 243 wow. in the morning? Oh yeah. She's like, she did always she's, really she's like Robo She is Robo Babe, Siri. for real. She's, babe, what was that idea that you had at 243 in the morning? <laughs> you woke me up, what was, and she'll add a little attitude on it. What was the idea that you had, that you just had to tell me at 243 in the morning yesterday? Cause um, I forgot yesterday. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah. her, that's ditto. For sure, but I feel like in other ways that she helps him. I feel mm. like he's become more of a a listener. Oh Ooh. yeah, uh, an active listener, not yeah, just a sure. listener, not just someone who's like, "That's crazy." Five damn, times. Do I, damn, do I really damn, do that's that? crazy. I did that. I mean, occasionally you'll still do it. Occasionally you'll still do it. But you like, still, you do it, don't you? I don't do it. You don't. No. You've never done it. That's I don't. Crazy. I don't. That's crazy. So you listen things. to every person in the world that talks. To I really do my best too. Yeah, I, mean, I, try, yeah. I try now. I try now. I'm trying to do that. Oh. I, I'm trying to catch you lacking. One of these days, I'm gonna catch you. Catch me lacking. Not I dare understanding you. what I'm saying, and then like giving me like a. Oh, that's cool. I'm gonna catch you. Okay. Somebody catch it and then on camera send it to me. Well, that's crazy, but um. I think he's he's grown not just as as an active listener, but I feel like she put a lot of other things in perspective for him. Mm. Um, Definitely. And she is. I'm glad that she's a piece for him. Like mm. she's something that he passionately wants to protect just as much as what we have going on like okay. our friendship you know what i mean like our our not just our business but our family because mm -hmm. it's more of a family and not in a ma manipulative way where you sick-minded people right right we're really family like he changed my brother's diapers type stuff mm -hmm. oh like, yeah that's a, that's another thing that oh like, yeah we're frying we're still frying we're still frying you. your diapers stink um, yeah, yeah, man, I, I, Rufio, I wiped your, your, your caca you know oh, oh. But she, she doesn't just help him. She helps the whole group. She yeah. helps us put the oil on the wheels when they're rusty. Like oh, yeah. and when we're having brain farts and uh, like our little editing sessions, she's always been down to provide a safe space for us and make sure we're all comfortable. Oh yeah. Um, 
And obviously she's ditto. You know what I mean? Like when when they started dating, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> ditto, like ditto, ditto, like. Ditto? <laughs> I was like that too. I was like, that too. I was like he's just in the mirror. Ditto. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's a day. thing, bro. It's a thing to have respect for her. Like a lot of a lot of people will date somebody that's popular or is a celebrity, mm-hmm. on to some degree, and it'll be like that. Don't mean nothing to me. And I, I personally, I that's a red flag. Like because like the fact that Ditto is Ditto actually fucking means something to me. On top of the fact that she's a good person and that we're morally aligned in any world like in any world like that we could intersect and actually become a thing i'm so grateful because on top of that the girl that i fell in love with is a fucking superstar and she's her you know what i'm saying and she's earned that respect all over the world yeah that does mean something to me so like it's crazy i was talking about that shit just like the way he's talking about yeah he's like bro you're dating ditto bro and then when i saw them together like doing tuts i was like this is that was cool. We got yeah. to do a, a tutting cool. video because we were stuck in uh, quarantine. Oh. The first quarantine, like the, mm-hmm. the same month they announced it for the first time. We were stuck here like three blocks away. The yeah. number one trending record on Apple Music. True. Rep- oh. We were trying to plan that crazy yeah. music video. I know. We were like, man, let's let's do a tut tutting Iconic. video. Yeah. Iconic. And that was really cool to exchange with her because I was like, I'm not the best tutter, but like if I could learn something from this, might as well. Like, yeah. Might as well. And it was really fun. We got to do another one. Heck yeah. Yes. I love the, she is she is a whole. You know? And, and I, I always feel that in a relationship, mm-hmm. it's it can be very unhealthy to think of it as two halves coming together. Absolutely. Rather than two holes, yeah. living side by side and building side by side, right? Yes. So I respect the way that you Thank respect you. your thank relationship you, and her. And thank you for shining light on that. Thank you. Bro. I love how you openly love on each other. It's like... Hey yo! It's hey, yo. no pause. All play. Oh, hey man, hey. Yeah, no. It's, we love on you too, Clay. I know. We love on you no, too. No, I just you guys are very outspoken about your love for people, yeah. and it's a really respectable thing. Well, man, on top of that, you you provide a very like it feels we feel shut safe. up. Um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. He's, he's definitely a good place to like a safe space to to, to share. Yeah, I feel like it's just like. So, Shut we're up. just, we're just, yeah. <laughs> shut up, yeah. Just shut up. I wasn't actually going to say something. I oh, wasn't. You weren't. Mm-mm. No. Oh. You shut up. Well, fuck you. <laughs> so y'all, name three musical artists that would be your dream collaborators. You go first. Oh my God, dead or alive or just alive? Alive today. Alive today. Oh. <laughs> no, that's all good. It's all good. Because I want y'all to make that happen. So we Dude. will. We will. I, can I do the cop outs? I'll do the cop outs. And then you handle, you know what I'm saying? Some like, interesting ones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. I'll do the cop outs. Neo, for okay. sure. For sure. Chris Brown. Okay. Or Drake. Ooh. Those are the Ooh. three for TFK as a whole, just because they could make music that is compelling, mm. that people want to dance to. And mm. that is us. We are the Future Kings. We love to dance to our own music. <laughs> Imagine if we had a song with those one of those three artists. All right, love that. that. Yeah, that's an endless out. amount of dance videos. To cop have. outs. Those are easy. Endless. Yeah. Okay, interesting. I think, uh, I think we could have one with Ice Cube. Ooh. Oh my God. I yes. think Ice Cube or Dr. Dre. Inter- oh they're interchangeable. God, yes. 
either or if we could collaborate with one of them yeah that would still that would be an honor you know what i mean wow absolutely um because we just do a lot of mainly him but he involves me in his music study and Mm -hmm. like like we watched a lot of interviews watch a lot of documentaries and stuff like that even (laughs) the serial killer ones but you got to we try to we try perspective try to put things in perspective so the the biopics are definitely like the, the like the meat and potatoes of like musical intellect like mm. just on a vi- like on a visual study you know what i'm saying like obviously like go and do your independent study go on the sure. internet and stuff like that but like nwa is like the foundation that's yeah. the foundation right there so i think ice cube or dr dre okay uh you already said chris said, brown drake neo those are the cop outs of right course there. of course i think if we did something with um who was that one group that we, you showed me? It was like four dudes like freestyling on a the table. They're really Cults dope. Cults Contra. They're really oh dope. Oh my God. They're Cults really Contra. dope. I Yo, think they're really they dope. Ha- they dropped a song called Jump with Sierra. Okay. And they did they, they, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know you're talking about. Like it sounds like, I don't even know, but their energy is crazy. Cults Contra. Yo, y'all are really, y'all are really breathing a new life into hip hop right now. Yeah. And dance video coming soon. And I think the last interesting that we could also do is it gotta be one of these top tier like female vocalists like not like I like like a Keisha Cole or like a Mariah or wow. like somebody like that that we can have like a J-Lo like a J-Lo somebody wow. like that mm. that would be tough. Um, yeah be I think those would be dope so wow. Ice Cube Dr. Dre uh, Coast Contra and a compelling like super big female vocalist Love that would that. be crazy if Very you would've cool. asked me Six months ago, I would have said Tory Lanez. Yeah, but but we did that. <laughs> but you did that. How did that happen? How did you get Tory Lanez on your own track? All right, so we got to talk about Ditto again. Okay. Me and Ditto, we do this thing during like sunset, where like if we accomplish all of the things that we needed to accomplish for the day, we'll like have like wine and we'll play our little throwback music, our R and B, or our, just our classic rap, or like my music. We're having wine, and I don't like wine. She does, but I'm, you know, what I'm saying I'm part of the, I'm part of the, the fantasy. So I'm like, you know, it's cool, whatever. <laughs> Sipping the wine, she goes, "Babe, if you could collab with anybody, who would it be?" I said, "The cop outs," because I'm like, "Dude, has to happen in this lifetime." She's yeah. Like, mm, yeah, but I'm thinking somebody that is like right now, like tailor made, like for y'all, like next sound, like y'all next, it it should be Tory Lanez. I'm like. She's so right. She's so right. Like we keep dancing to his music. Was listening. To it. We understand. You know what I'm saying. We understand because we've been through a lot of. You know what I'm saying. The adversity, and in the middle of the stuff that we're going through on a love level. You know what I'm saying. Like, I was homeless listening to, to Tory Lanez. You know what I'm saying. So like, yeah. I'm thinking to myself like, dude, what a story that would be. What a story that would be like. We've performed Tory Lanez at like World of Dance. We've taught classes to his music. We've like poured over his lyrics, like and studied him as an artist. That would be sick as fuck. And I'm thinking about the story. I'm not even thinking about it on a sonic level yet. And then when I thought about musically, like how that shit would actually sound, I was like, dude, this is gonna be turned. That has to happen. So I DM Tory. Cold DM? I just yeah. did, just shoot your shot. Okay. You just shoot your shot. I DM Tory Lanez and I'm like, yo, Tory, how much for a free? How much for a feature? <laughs> he goes, 75 to 100,000. I'm like, 
<laughs> I'm like, okay, we gotta find a way to scrape up every dollar. So I sent him a voice memo right away. Like, I'm just like, look, we're gonna save up and save up and save up and save up because we do think that you're our next collab for sure. But we do, we are the Future Kings. You know what I'm saying? That's I pretty much had to end it at that, you know, because as the Future Kings, like the record labels, they would they would pay us to break these records. That's what they do. Mm -hmm. they, they call us and they say, "Can you dance to this song?" And then we dance to it, and then it breaks the record. It gives content. So I have a feeling that Tory Lanez went on my on my page and started to remember. Oh, I've seen this cat. He makes the dances. He lit. What? He is a smart dude. Smart dude, he's a businessman, okay? If, if anything that anybody would like to know about Tory Lanez is that he is a businessman, for sure. Despite the controversy, the man is a businessman. And it, it, it's telling because he has the number one album across all genres right now as an wow. independent artist. Wow, and I didn't realize he's an independent artist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's got yeah. mainstream impact, you know what I'm saying, with independent yeah. influence, like in, independent tools even. So. He responds with a voice memo and he goes, hey, let's just work something out. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's just work something out. How about this? You guys set the trend to my new record. It doesn't matter. I'll give you guys a verse. I was like, this is not real. This cannot, he just told me that. Now, if anybody that's ever collabed with me, I'm like on the like, let's do this shit right now. Let's do it right now. Let's not wait. I call Renzo. I'm like, yo, bro, we got a link at the crib ASAP. We all went to the house at the same time and I played the voice memo for them. That They knew what time it was. So we made the choreography in that moment, sent them the choreography. The next morning there were 228 videos already made to It Doesn't Matter doing our choreo. Like already. And then like, it, yeah. So Tori was, he was turned. He was turned. He saw how fast we were working and he knew that we were not playing about the opportunity that he was actually willing to give us because a lot of artists are are scared to take a chance on yeah. like a, like you know what i'm saying like they think that oh they're they're entertainers like you know what i'm saying like i got i got a voice memo from from jack harlow when we dropped three vets where he yep. couldn't even believe that was our song like wow. he, he was like he's like i'm really impressed that you guys made that song like i thought that you were just doing a music thing for a check but like i don't know how seriously you take the artistry but i think it's really dope that you made that song you basically traded dance yes for yes bartering you traded seven hundred fifty thousand to a hundred thousand dollars worth of dance to tory lane seventy five thousand dollars is that what i said what i say that's i said that too i've said that oh. too that's <laughs> okay okay yeah. seventy five thousand dollars yeah that's uh that's a really crazy trade yeah because it's doesn't unheard happen. of and it might be worth more now yeah you know what i'm saying it might be worth more now but the bottom line is like the fact that we were even able to trade our skill for a skill like he was also very like um animate on that like he was like yo like at the end of the day like he's very humble like he was like at the end of the day we're both men you know what i'm saying like and i i respect your skill level in this department and i expect respect in my department you know what I'm saying? And so, cause this is our lives. This, yeah. is, this is what it amounts to. And so when he said it like that, everything got way more real to me. Like the meaning behind the song, like the hook, the chorus, like, and I felt like we were aligned in, in, in just making sure that the, the proper story and the things that we want people to understand about us, along with the BS that people might hear, like yeah. we want them to know the real story. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so anything that we could do to get people close to the authentic, like nature of like who we are, like our intentions is, it made it made sense for the collab. It's so interesting how y'all do business and also 
use, I wouldn't say the word is use dance, but how dance is such an interesting vessel for your values. Absolutely. Yeah. And so there's this thing you told me about where you're giving royalties yes. to like two dancers. Yes. What is, why and what is that? People don't understand. Bro. And when I say people, I mean business. Like, I think that the people understand. I think that the rappers understand, but I think that I think maybe everybody understands how important it is because there's checks being cut, but they're just very, very small. Mm -hmm. And without dance, music just simply doesn't survive. Especially and in this age. Period. You know what I'm saying? Like you got things like the 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 lottery, and I'm not like I'm not gonna mudsling at any artist, at any artist, because it takes bravery and courage, and like you gotta be kind of delusional or crazy to to do what what I'm gonna do, what we're gonna do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like or you have to have been here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Tupac used to say all the time, you gotta enter people's world to lead them out of it. And so as far as the Tupac rollouts. Was a, Tupac was a backup dancer too. He was a backup dancer. Didn't know that. He was a backup dancer for, for digital like. digital underground. It's oh shoot. Dude, uh -huh. Do me, he was baby. a backup dancer Yo. and then he ended up getting a feature from them once his musical career started to pick up. That was his first big feature. I had no idea. Similar to us, like Ao and Teo. See, we yeah. were backup dancers for, for them, and Teo. for Rolex, and they gave us a chance. Not only did they give us a chance, but the respect and the friendship that we built along the way, we had our first major feature from multi-platinum recording artists that were dancers that did respect the value that we brought to the team. Mm -hmm. And they saw it and they, they wanted to do something about it. So shout out to Ao and Teo, first of all, those are the OGs. And then y'all shot that. Right, for real. Three Vets. Three yeah, Vets Remix. Three Vets Remix. Yeah, we shot, shot by, that. Shot by Steezy. Big W. Yo, actually, you want to know something Huge. random that was funny about that? Hmm. Was, um, you know how, because we're shooting it like pandemic time, and so I was wearing my mask right. in the water, and then like, and then as I was filming, I, I got in the water and I was like still wearing my mask and I realized I'm just waterboarding myself because we because we shot in the pool. So I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm just holding no, that and just I'm like, my, just Michael's house. So his house is like, it's like a resort and everybody's like, ah, yeah. and he's just dying I'm just like, with the damn camera. <laughs> damn. Yeah, that was, was for AO's shot. Yeah. That was that's a good time. Crazy. Yeah, he was laying in the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. But that's yeah, fine. like ultimately like, everybody knows the importance of a dancer or dance content in a rollout you know what i'm saying it yeah. proves that it, it makes it it gives a song life it gives yeah. a song life and so i see that these artists will give you know what i'm saying these these small checks and like shout out to drake you know what i'm saying he got a big check for my homie tusi but there's no residuals on that no lifetime residuals and my yeah. man's name is on there it's like true. my man tusi his name is on the song and it, like i said this is no mudslinging i think this is i think it's great that we're finding more and more different yeah. ways to get dancers more implemented in these monumental records. Yeah. But now I feel like it's time that we break that barrier for the back end. You know what I'm saying? For like the legacy for our kids, 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 kids. Like if we, if we, if a dancer breaks a, a TFK record and he or she or they or a group, whatever, if they make the Future Kings record viral, they're creating a chain reaction. The same way we created a chain reaction mm -hmm. with Look Alive, 50 million views. Now, maybe it wasn't 200 million views, but for it to be a dance video, and it's 50 million views, <laughs> crazy. and it created more videos that were similar to that. Yeah, totally. Also helping increase the, 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 exponential, the exponential success of the record yeah. for a lifetime. And I mean, 50 million views on YouTube. Yes. Right. See, 
It's not TikTok. Yeah. Right. The TikTok videos blow Anybody up. It's on impressive TikTok. on TikTok. Yeah, sure. On YouTube to hit 50 million music videos from the top artists in the world sometimes right. don't even hit that amount. Exactly. Right. So it's time to break the boundaries and who else is going to do it other than dancers? Yeah. Right. So as artists, as dancers, we feel like it's our opportunity to break that boundary down. I think that all artists are going to follow suit. Mm. The smart ones are gonna understand the, the precedent labels. and see what's happening. The labels, they're all gonna fall in line and be like, if they were an exponential part, and it, it incentivizes, it makes dancers feel like, okay, there is an opportunity for me to do something major today yes. that could affect the rest of my life. Like I could make something that the world had never seen before. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to feel, I'm gonna, I'm gonna feel like we're, the future kings are the first to do it. The future kings are the first to give lifetime residual royalties off of our musical streams, off all streaming platforms. We're going to give a percentage of our royalties away to whatever dancers break our records. We did, wow. we did it already. We did it last week for the first time. Really? Yep. You did yeah. it last week. Yep. 10%. 10%. Give them 10% of Bone. And we're um, able to do that because Renzel's making the beats. Yeah, we record, we record everything at home. So... Everything's already 100% ours, so now we're just like, here you go. Wow. And the and kids are talented, too. Talented. Yeah, these, they're, they're like, they're-, they're Cam both, and Dylan. Cam, Cam and, and Dylan, Dylan from Trouble Two Times. Okay. And they're on TikTok, go follow them. Twins. Trouble Two X, they're twins, and they they do like their commandos in their backyard yeah. or in their bathroom. In the mirror. They're most well known for their, like, their routines that they come up with, the choreography that they come up with in their mirror, in their bathroom. Yeah. And it's just like, it's so inspiring to see their chemistry, mm. like how in sync they are and how unreal these videos actually look. Like if you play the Bone video, like it's like, it's just unbelievable. And they've done this with multiple records where yeah. they've started chain reactions. Like they dance to the record and then everybody's trying to do the same thing or they're reacting to it. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? So like they're in college and I feel like they need, they, they deserve, they deserve to get what they're earning. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And like have a part. Yeah. have a part in what they're making a difference in and so yeah they're our first they're our first time doing it we've been planning we've been wanting to do this for a long time but we just didn't have we didn't have enough to share so once yeah. we got in position to be able to share and it comes from a real place like it yeah. just comes from a real place because we we've, we've been backup dancers before we've choreographed before for other artists yeah. and like we see the ugly sides of the business yeah. how it runs and how it's and not now protecting that, the people exactly now that we're in the music side of it like we can kind of balance the playing field out yep. on both sides. Yep. It's it's really smart because you know what, I mean? what it what you're doing is you're giving the the marketers, which are yep. dancers in in this particular field, right? Yep. They're the marketers as independent artists. Yes. Um, you're giving them a vested interest in the success of a song, which is very yeah. rare. What a lot of artists treat dancers as is um, oh sorry, it's not treating the dancers. Dancers see it as an honor for the artist to share their video. It is. Right, it it's is, really right. cool. Right. It's so amazing. Yeah. But, but very often, the other way around, there's not the same amount of respect given. No, the artist feels very thankful. Entitled. It can be entitled. Yeah. Right? And I've seen it. I think what's really interesting is actually um, within the K-pop field, mm. the fandom is is very unique and interesting because yeah. K-pop sells culture wow. more than they actually sell music, right? Wow. And fandom culture is a very, very big part of K-pop. Right. And every one of the fans, let's say like Blackpink has Blinks, that's their right. you know fandom name. 
the Blinks have a vested interest in the success of the group, which right. is why when any video drops, and I know y'all have super fans too, when a video drops, they run that up. Yeah. They share it on everything. Yeah. They support, they, they they even downvote anyone that says anything bad. Those it can get crazy. Those are the gangsters. Those are the gangsters, right? Yep. So it can get really crazy. But that vested interest that fans have yeah. is something that creators very often aren't empowered to have unless they're yeah. paid as an influencer, right. like you guys have before to break records. So. Right. I love the idea of dancers, very powerful in this era, mm. having a vested interest in the success of a song and in turn that ending up supporting themselves. Exactly. So it's bro. very cool, y'all. Bro, thank you, man. I'm thank excited. You. And it's like, like I said, bro, like the fact that Steezy exists yeah. just shows that like somebody's gotta do it. Like you guys roll your sleeves up and you guys get into it. And that's ultimately because anybody could have you know what I'm saying? Put yeah. in the work, but nobody wanted to do the dirty work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The part that's hard, the part that's uncomfortable, but that's where growth and that's where change comes from. Yeah. Is growth, is, is discomfort. And you know, that's what we do, the, mm -hmm. the royalties, right? Yup. Mm -hmm. Yup. Y'all do do that. We get, exactly. we get residual You get residuals when for- we teach class here. For the rest of your life, your class lives on Steezy, you're getting paid for that. That's Dancers don't have that. And this is the first, this is the first time I ever, look, look at us. History. Up. Look, right. power, to the, power to the people, power to the damage. <laughs> impact, man. I love it, I love it. Let's do it, man. Heck yeah. We changing things. Changing That's things. Impact, man. Do y'all have, have previews of some of your songs? Do you have a new album coming out? Bro. Is it out? He knows about that? Yeah. Yeah, we got an album. Yeah, we do. I mean, they, they, we've been talking about it a little bit, but we ain't really said anything publicly, which is, again, you're not war. Yeah. <laughs> bro, Clay, you're on, like, some, he's on some, like, evil genius type activity right now, I gotta now, check bro. my shirt before we walk out. Bro, I ain't <laughs> gonna lie, man. It might be more to it. <laughs> they making it look all casual and homey in here, nah. Pokemon. Nah, man. <laughs> look, look, they trying to butter us up. Got the M&Ms right here. You want some water? You guys like McDonald's? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we we were working on our first independent project. Um, we were supposed to drop a, our first project with a label. Yeah. Um, back in 2020. Mm. Yeah. Actually, last year. But mm. you know, we decided it wasn't going to work out yeah. on both sides. Mm -hmm. It wasn't going to work out, and it'd be better if we did this for the first time on our own. Yeah. Like, it would just make more sense to our testimony. Mm. So now that it does make sense, this. I don't want to say a date yet. I don't want to promise okay. anything. But valid. we are working on our first project where we feel like this music really will translate our story. Um, the same way we make people feel about watching us dance, hopefully it will translate the same when yeah. they hear it. You know what I mean? Yeah. When they hear it actually coming from our voices yeah. instead of just our bodies. Mm -hmm. We just speak both ways. That's the best part about being Hell in yeah. both fields. But the music, I feel like, is going to do a good job at telling our stories. Absolutely. Not just as individuals, but togetherness. The togetherness of, like, the power of togetherness. Yeah. You know what yes. I mean? Like, yes. to overcome any adversity, keeping it gangsta 100%. So, Hell yeah. We do I, think have the I think the best thing for them to do, if they actually want a sneak peek on what the album is going to look like, okay. go down the rabbit hole on the Future Kings mm -hmm. YouTube. Okay. Go watch Bone. Go see Bone because Bone is basically like it's Another OG Kangsta and Bone. And tell them, tell them what. So Bone, uh, here we go again with our acronyms. Acronyms. We did it with Kangsta. We did it with Cash. Cash is 
Gangsta, Gangsta Activity, Activity starring Hobson. Yep. That's Cash. And then we did it with, I don't know what else, but we, now we did it with Bone. So Bone, like we said before, I made the beat. We own 100% of that song. We wrote it ourselves. We recorded it ourselves. Mm-hmm. And Bone, it just happened to be a word in the chorus. And he sent it to me like the same night we recorded. He's like, we should call the song Bone. I was like, why? Oh, obviously, why? Because Nick, Nick, Patty Wet, give a dog a bone. Yeah. And then I was like, <laughs> we love acronyms so much. I was like, let me think real quick. And we we're just going back and forth. And I text him and I say, what about, because he acknowledges himself in this song mm-hmm. for the first time as his mm-hmm. real name. Only My family as, name, CD. Yeah, CD. We call him CD. Y'all know him as Kang, Isaiah Social, whatever you want, but I know him as CD. Mm. And I call myself obviously Renzo. I mm. like my I love my name. But we acknowledge ourselves for the first time yeah. in the song back to back. And to me, that was the most important part because yes. like we get to be ourselves. You yeah. know what I mean? And so I was like, hmm, boom. Being ourselves never ends. So the never ends comes from obviously the forever yeah. that we always represent. We want to mm-hmm. be here forever, the the dynasty of forever and the king future. forever, the future kings, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So I was like, being ourselves never ends. And he was like, crying emojis like, <laughs> that's the one, Renzo, we're doing it. And he then knows, the, he knows. Literally the next day. That's the one. We uploaded, we were like, it sounds good to me. It sounds good to you. <laughs> yeah, that's the type of energy we're yeah. on. We're like, sounds good to me, how about you? We'll make it in a day. And now we'll be like, if we feel like it's the time, We'll drop it like without even promoting it. We'll just put it out there and yeah. see how the world responds to it. Yeah, but we listen. We listen before we before we even put out a song or before we even put out this album. We try our very best, just as ourselves, to listen to our music and watch our videos as a hundred people. Yeah, like yeah. as an ex girlfriend, as an ex best friend, mm. as an old teacher, a or viewer. a parent, or a, like you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. a, we try to watch it as a, like a mom or a dad. Like we try to watch it as a hundred people. Like even as somebody who's never seen it before, and could they understand where we're coming from? And that's where the like the origin of Bone came from. Is like making people really understand that the misconceptions that they may have had mm-hmm. about me, Renzel, or All Things Kings and the Future Kings, we have to protect the integrity of what that is with this testimony. And that's what Bone is like initiating. So it starts off with OG Kingsta, right? Where it's like about family and stuff like that and making sure like, you know, you're protecting the story. Mm-hmm. It's the introduction. And then Bone mm-hmm. is kind of like, all right, now, now let's stop pulling punches. Let's show them what it's really like. This is another like side note from back earlier like if i felt if i ever felt misunderstood this is what i want people to know and this is for anybody that makes music independently and is thinking about or considering signing a deal for the first time we did that so we could experience it we didn't do that because we wanted to get the bling and the fancy cars and the big watches we had that before that because of dance you know we gave our life to dance so we got to enjoy the fruits of our labor through dance and music was just something that obviously we felt deserved more important attention from yes. us because yes. it was a big part of our success. Yes. You know what I mean? So when you think about signing a deal, don't do it because you, I don't want people to look at us and be like, oh, well, you guys got the this, this rolly and this the hats and the shoes. Like, yeah. don't sign a deal with the intention of trying to impress other people. Like, yeah. it was definitely an experience. We signed a deal that nobody knew about. And this is the first time I'm probably saying this publicly. Right. We signed a deal in 2020 and nobody knew mm-hmm. because we didn't want that target on our back. You know right. what I mean? Right. Like, and we did, like learning from that experiences 
I feel like doing it ourselves was the best way. Yeah. And so I want to continue to do that. 100%. We want to continue to do that. 100%. And this album is going to prove that that we don't need anything. Like, we don't need it. You know what I mean? But yeah. that's just a misconception. Like, you see us with these clothes, that's because we had it already. You know what I mean? Yeah. We didn't have it off of the music. No. We did it through our hard work and our dancing yep. and being ourselves. So yeah. that's why Bone is important as well. Hell yeah. Nice. Amen. Well said, Good my boy. Good stuff. Well said. You, you don't have a name for the the project coming out yet, do you? It's coming. It's it'll coming. be a moment. It'll and that be means y'all kind of have something you're just not mentioning yet. Yeah, it'll be. It's, it'll be. A, it's like the Marvel Universe right okay, now. Okay. The KC. Yeah, the KC. The Cinematic <laughs> Universe. The Kingston Production. All that. We're working on those two things, but the music is there. Incredible. The music is there. Well, y'all. That's all the questions I have for you. Yeah. Thanks for coming on the CZ podcast. Clay, thank you, man. Me. Always. Of course. This is so fun. I can't wait to throw down, have that battle, that family battle. Family battle, we you know. To, we're going to have to get it up. Yep. Rufio, Clay. They're going to have to step it up, man. Rufio, Clay. I'm, I'm not. This is a height thing. There's a height difference. We got to get the Clay versus. Why the am I battling? I'm not in the family. Right. I mean, it's just what I wanted to see. You just see. want me to fight Rufio? Fight. Donut boy? Rufio is a crazy person. I would <laughs> wish that on any Dude, I, when he play fights, I, he don't I, play. I would no, lose. He, he fights, play. He I fights would and he fights until you want to go to sleep. And then you just have to I don't have energy for that. I got asthma. So does he. Oh! First one to suffocate. <laughs> First one to hyperventilate. First one to hyperventilate. That's dark. That's dark. That That's dark. dark. Get Clay. Get, get Clay a baba. Bye. Peace. Thanks again for tuning in again. This podcast was brought to you by us, Steezy Studio. Be sure to get your dance on today, too. So if you want to get some exercise in, take a Steezy sweat class. If you want to just vibe out and feel good, you definitely need to check out a good groove along. Or if you're up for the challenge, it's time to finally start one of those advanced classes you've been eyeballing. We'll see you in class. This podcast was produced by Josh Jang and edited by Leah Gradonia. The theme song is Tempo by Neiman.